Wake up, it's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My apologies, you guys. I'm a little late today, running a little late. Your girl was trying to get cute, <laughs> running a little late. I hope that you guys are doing well. Happy Monday. Oh, y'all, it is August 29th. It felt like August said, girl, I'm here and I'm leaving. Like, I don't got time for none of this ghetto stuff. I'm here. Hello and goodbye. <laughs> August went by so fast. It's not over yet, but it's only a couple days. We got a couple days to the first and Jesus, it's just like, it's over, but welcome to the morning motivation. I hope that you guys are doing well today. If this is your first time watching, I am Brittany Daniel. I am your host. Thank you for being here. We go live each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Let me do something to make sure that I am clear as possible. Let me ask y'all a question because um, while you guys are watching me, am I blurry? And the reason why I'm asking is because when I go back to look at the replays, which I have for a long time, I'm always blurry, but during the broadcast, it's clear as day, at least on my end. So y'all let me know if I'm blurry. Thank you, boo. Am I blurry when you guys watch me? And if you guys have been watching me blurry all this time, bless your heart. I'm trying to, you know, level ever level up everything. So I don't know if I'm blurry during the broadcast or I'm blurry during the playback. Super clear. Okay, thank you in the mornings. But for whatever reason, when I watch them back, they're all like distorted and whatever. So I just wanted to know that. But thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Let's see. I had a very relaxing weekend. I had a lot of things to do that, you know what? I did not get done. I'm not even going to lie to you. I did not. I just chalked it up to wanting to bask in my femininity in my feminine energy. Um, take care of myself. I did a lot of self-care. I did a lot of grocery shopping. Well, not a lot of grocery shopping. I'll take that back. I didn't need to do grocery shopping. I got a lot of fruits and vegetables. I went and got some skincare products. Um, I went and got some nice hand soaps from Bath and Body Works. I got a new candle. I think it's very important, especially as women. And y'all, I've been watching Six the Goddess. So I've been drinking the Kool-Aid, okay? Um, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid and really tapping into my femininity and what that means. And she has a whole slew of videos. I actually shared one on my community page. It's not really my lane. So I'm going to leave that to her. I'm going to leave that to all the girlies that do that. But just really seeing how in my life I have been working in my masculine energy and I don't like that. So I'm recalibrating myself. So I spent the weekend recalibrating um, getting in alignment so I can come to you guys as a better whole, better, just better off person and that the content can be better and that what's coming up can be better. If you know, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse of what's coming. Y'all know what's coming. So I'll, when it's, when it's ready, I'll let y'all know, we'll drop the link and we'll get it together. Okay. Thank you. So let's go ahead and do our morning prayer and jump into the comments. If this is your first time watching me live, go ahead down below. Um, and tell me where you are watching from. Get your good mornings in so you can get your shout outs. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you so much, you guys. We've downloaded or I've downloaded 250 podcasts thus far, which I've done this podcast for three years now. So with Morning Motivation, this is what our 158th episode. Crazy. I want to say thank you guys for the constant support. Thank you for all the cash apps. Thank you for just all the super chats. Everything is really appreciated and welcomed. So if you ever, if I ever touch your spirit <laughs> and like the collection plate, if you ever feel inclined, go ahead and just, you know, 
drop that on your girl because you know reciprocity taking some some notes out of six books but reciprocity that is very true i come in every morning so if you ever feel it in your spirit feel it feel it and move it in your bones go ahead and drop it and i'm not a preacher nor anything i'm just a woman on the internet uh just sharing what i feel like i'm supposed to share but anyways let's jump into the prayer and get into the comments uh, and get this party started. And we are reading out of a purpose-driven life. Where is the cover? Oh, I cleaned up this weekend and moved the book around, but we are still reading a purpose-driven life. In the in the description, I put uh, 13. We already did 13. We're on 14. So I'll change the title after the upload. Okay. If you are not spiritual or religious, or you do not subscribe to the Christian faith, I hope that you stay around and stick around anyway. You might learn something. Um, also, if there's anything that I ever say that you do not dis did you disagree with or you like, you know what, Brittany, I didn't learn that. This is what I learned. Please let me know down below so we can have a healthy debate or we just talk about it. I learn from you guys all the time. You guys learn from me. This is a two way street. This is a relationship. OK, we are in it together. So um, and I do not know it all. So there's something that I say that you guys do not agree with. It is OK. You don't have to leave. Let me know in the comments. Um, everything is welcome here. As long as we keep it respectful, you guys. I'm going to start making mods. Uh, I didn't know we could do this. I'm going to start making moderate, moderate, they call them mods, where you guys can go in and block people and kick people out. I really don't get that much energy, but there's always like a robot that's nasty that comes on and just, you know, and I think it's it gets triggered when we talk about the S category. Uh, which we won't get into it today. We got into it Friday. We'll talk about that if it comes up. But all right, let's get into this prayer, okay? <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship on the internet. Thank you for waking my people up, getting them just some sort of this inspiration and motivation in their spirit. I, pr I pray that I provide that today. I pray that everybody just has a fulfilling inspirational, motivational day that they can go ahead and conquer their goals and do the things that are pleasing in thy sight and walk in your perfect alignment within their lives. Your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all been learning a lot. I have, I have been learning a lot where your girl is changing for the better. And I want anybody out there to do the same, continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to seek different people like yes align with people who think like you right but at times think go outside your box go outside your comfort zone even watch things that are uncomfortable even watch things that challenge your view because you'll be surprised and i mean in the, in the in the most healthy way you will be surprised at the things you learn or when you find yourself getting uncomfortable what, what we tend to do with social media is something we don't like cuz everybody's been deemed a hater if you don't like it Everybody immediately just like, this isn't for me. I'm gone. I'm done. Now there's a way that you should protect your energy. I agree. But then I feel like you miss out on the opportunity to be challenged mentally. You miss out on the opportunity to learn. Yo, when I watch Six's videos, I'm very uncomfortable because sometimes she's talking about me. <laughs> sometimes she's been talking about me or my old self. And I'm just like, ooh, this hurts a little bit. But sometimes that's needed to grow. It's like constructive criticism. I used to be really bad at constructive criticism, y'all. Horrible. Horrible, very super, super overly sensitive, especially about my craft. I have not forgotten about y'all. I'm going to go ahead and shout y'all out in a second. I just want to get this out, especially about my craft and what I do. 
because it's so me, I I used to be overly sensitive. Now I'm super open to like, hey, Britt, change this up. Or I think you should incorporate this. And I'm more open to it. But before I used to be like, you know, mama bear over my stuff. I'm not like that anymore. So be open and willing to grow, shift, adapt, um, change, evolve, because we cannot be new people thinking and doing the same things that we used to. It, it, it maybe it sounds great, but we can't. We have to evolve. We have to grow. We have to be challenged. So I wanted to put that out there. If you stumble across videos or whatever, now make sure they're not toxic. You know, you do have to use your discernment to make sure, is this helping me or is this harming me? Does that make sense? Like you guys, you know, you got to use your discernment because everybody on the internet, everybody has a channel, everybody has a podcast is not speaking with people's best interests in mind. I'll say that. So anywho. Let's go jump into the shout outs. Good morning, Miss Debbie. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Naturally Anne. Good morning, Nana. Happy Monday. Good morning, Such a Lazy Lady. Ciao. Good morning, Such a Lady. Good morning, Desiree. Good morning. Oh, thank you so much. Good morning, Kiki. Good morning. Thank you, Norma. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Venicia. Uh, good morning, Yolanda. No, but not blurry. It's good quality. Okay, good. Thank you. But I don't know when I go back and watch, they, they do not look this clear. I don't know what YouTube does in between me ending the lives and uploading them um, or I don't upload it uploads automatically. So maybe I shouldn't do that. But then I lose all the comments and so child, I don't know. Good morning, she Amber. But thank you guys for letting me know. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Esfantana. Esfant Let me know phonetically how do you pronounce your beautiful name so I don't mess it up. Finally made it to the live. Ow. Good morning, Deandra. Good morning. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of new names. Sasha, good morning. Good morning, Anaya. Finally caught up on my reading. Absolutely. Good morning, Rosie. Good morning, Jade. Good morning, Fiercely, Brianna. And good morning, Melissa. I am seeing some new names. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all took a little time for y'all. Took a little time for y'all today. I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, I wanted to look cute, you know. I normally come on here barefaced, but then I don't like how I look barefaced when I watch my playback. I like how I look barefaced in real life, not on camera. It's weird. But thank you. Thank you, Aisha. Um, let me know if this is your first time watching and where you're watching from. And we're going to get into it. So we are on day 14 of a purpose-driven life. Now, if you are new or you haven't been around, the reason why we're reading a purpose-driven life is when I was called to this book, we always read a book on this channel. We stopped for a little bit, but I like bringing books so that we can learn, so I can learn something new, so you can learn something new. And so that you guys have context or things to go back to or pull up. So we are already in day 14. It talks about when God seems distant. This is a purpose-driven life by Rick Warren. I have no idea where the book cover is. If you are interested in this book, it is a purpose-driven life. The link is down below. And what we like to do here is just get us closer to God. Like my purpose in this channel is to challenge your mind a little bit, give you a daily dose of motivation to start your day, and incorporate God in the midst of it. That's why we pray. That's why we talk about God, because I don't see a lot of spaces on the Internet. I'm sure there are. But after Sunday morning, after we do our live streams with our good church, the one church, 
where else do we go? Where else do we go? And God is not a weekend. He is not a sneaky link. God is not, um, you know, the man's that you just see when you want to go out, you put him on the shelf and you come back to him. I know you watching from Florida, Miss Debbie. <laughs> you could call me uh, Stephanie. Okay, perfect. Oh, Estefania. Is that how you pronounce it? Estefania or Steph? Okay, got you, Stephanie. Thank you. Now it makes sense. Estefania, is that how you pronounce it? But Stephanie, gotcha. Because I want to tell, I want to, I want to pronounce y'all names right. Okay. Whatever way your mama calls you and the way you like your name is how I want to call you. I don't want to be jacking up and butchering nobody's name. Y'all have a uh, public school education. I did not go to class or school a lot when I was a little girl. So reading is not my first, is not my first um, skill. Okay. The fact that I read to y'all out loud from a book in public. Y'all, I had to get over a lot of uh, a lot of anxiety as a kid because I did not grow up. I missed a lot of school. So my reading comprehension was way behind until I got to high school. Then it caught up with my grade. But as far as me, like reading to y'all out loud, that's why sometimes I mess up and I stumble a little bit. This is new. Your girl has overcome years of reading out loud anxiety. I don't think that they've coined that phrase. But I used to get sweaty and nervous and I would, even though I can read, my mind would get tripped up because of anxiety. So the fact that I do this on live every day or almost every day, because I don't read, all, I don't read here every day. But the fact that I do that every day says numbers. Yes, that's how you pronounce it. Perfect. That's Stefania, period. Okay, so um, that's the whole purpose of this, this channel is for us to get closer to God, to understand God, better our relationship with God. God is not a weekend boyfriend. God is not a sneaky link. God isn't something that we do in the closet and then we go outside and don't nobody know that we're God's children. Okay. So, and I, when I do say that, I don't mean that we're more monks or nuns either, but we have to carry ourselves. And when I say carry ourselves, you decide how you want to dress. When we talked about last week, when we talked about modest dressing, they were talking about in a place of worship. At least that was the scripture that we read together out loud. Okay. So you have to decide what God has called you to do. I am not a judge, preacher. I'm just here teaching, okay? Maybe I'm a teacher. I don't know. So you have to decide what God is calling you to do. And through your own journey, your own readings, your own words, not what somebody told you, not what somebody preached to you, but what you've discovered on your own by having that personal relationship with God is how you're supposed to walk in the earth. For me, I believe that we are called to be like Jesus. And what I mean when we're called to be like Jesus, Jesus was not a judge. Jesus, Jesus loved everybody. Jesus was trying to help as many people that believed in his help. That's how I, I move and operate. And I'm not Jesus, but I don't cuss people out when I want to cuss them out. I try to treat everybody with respect. I don't care who I pass. I'm going to give that person a smile. I don't think that I'm better than a waitress or one because I used to be one. I don't think that I'm better than the janitor or I don't think that I'm better than the person that has a disability at Walmart. I'm still going to smile at them. I'm still going to speak to them. I don't think I'm better than homeless people. You know, I don't like that we've gotten into a society where we've ignored each other. Like if you're not a person of importance or if you're not a person that I know, I'm just going to ignore you. And although Atlanta is the South, there is no Southern hospitality out here. Okay. They do not care. They will, they will run you over with their car. They will not open door. Well, no, people actually, men are gentlemen and they will open doors. 
Um, but when somebody opens a door for me, I say, thank you. I do not sit higher, higher or on a pedestal to myself for myself. Yes, I'm on a pedestal, but I'm not better than anybody. So I don't act better than anybody. I treat everybody with respect and, and courtesy. Thank you. Good morning. So how do you operate in the life? What has God called you to do? Are you supposed to be like Jesus? Are you supposed to be like Moses? Are you supposed to be like Jake? Like who? Daniel? Or who are you supposed to be like? And I think that that is very important for everybody to factor in. How am I supposed to be? Who has God called me to be? Who am I supposed to be in this purpose, in this in this journey, on this while I'm here on this planet? Good morning, Melon and Honey. So in this chapter, we are going to talk about um, when God seems distant. The Lord has hidden himself from his people, but I trust him to place my hopes on him. And I want to say before we get into this, because sometimes I'll talk about it and then we'll read it and it's like confirmation, right? I feel like God is distant from us when we do not make time for him. Think about dating or think about family. If you do not call your grandparents, if they're if you are blessed to have them in your life, and I'm I'm I need to call two. There are two that I have not spoken to in a while. I need to call. I have all four. Thank God. I am very blessed. Actually, I have five because I have a bonus grandmother. I am very blessed to have all of my grandparents living. I know that's an anomaly. And I always tell people if you have your grandparents around, call them, check in on them. But it's just like your relationship with God is like any other relationship, y'all. He's made us in the likeness of him, meaning he has more emotions than just jealousy. I know the Bible only talks about God as a jealous God. He has all the other emotions too, we found out, you know, by reading this book. He gets sad, he gets irritated, he gets upset, he gets, he's glad, joyous, and all of that. But imagine, I think sometimes we put God on such a pedestal or he's been so fairy tale to us very told to us, I guess you can say like, yes, he forgives all our sins if we're Christians, right? If we're Christians and we believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that if we ask God for forgiveness, that he forgives us because we have that channel through Jesus. I believe that. And just like our parents, right? If you, your parents love you unconditionally, even if you're, you're, the history is jacked up, even if your parents can't show up for you in the right way, even if your parents have so much pain and agony on their hearts, they did not parent you properly, you're still their child. Regardless of the connection, they love you unconditionally because you're their child. God is the same way. God loves us unconditionally because we're his children. However, if you steal from your mama, I'm sure she ain't gonna want you around so much. And I feel like the same as, as God. Like if we do not show up for him, if we don't make time, if we don't pray, if we don't read, if we don't spend any time, we just only come in when, when we need something. Hey, you God, you know, I slept with that man. I pray I'm not pregnant. Ooh, ooh. And he might be like, all right, cool. I'll grant that. But am I a genie? Or we'll come to him. Lord, I want this job. I want this job. I want this job. Please, 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 please. please I want this job. And he'd be like, all right, cool. But that's it. Like, you're not going, we're not going to talk. We're not going to hang out. You're not going to talk to me. You're not going to tell me how your day is going. You're not going to, because I can't make you have that relationship with me. Y'all, he gave us free, um, a source that made our body so intricate. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. This is how dope God is. And it, he don't get enough credit. God does not get enough credit for, for his, for his just out, just bombness, right? He made our bodies so intricate that if we are cut here and we bleed out, we die. If we cut here, we bleed out and die. Oh, Lord, that's a little morbid. But he made our bodies so intricate 
that the slightest thing could take us out, right? He made this planet so intricate that the moon has to be in a certain position so the the waves and, and the ocean is steady. He made this, he made us so intricate and made this whole universe so intricate, it rotates on its own. We don't have to worry about if the sun is gonna rise or not. We're killing our planet and we're lacking. Y'all, there's a there's water shortages going on in the planet, which is crazy. We're here, right? Because we've damaged our planet so bad that he it, it's doing it on its own. It ain't God. People are like, why would God do that? It is not God. We did that to the planet. We are just not cautious. We don't care about the future. None of that. We've harmed the planet, right? But he's made everything so intricate that it does it on its own. You don't have to worry about breathing. Your heart beats naturally. You, 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 everything just happens on its own. That's how intricate and dope God is that he's made everything just perfectly where it operates without us even knowing. All we have to do is live. All we have to do is go out, get jobs, get married, did all the fluffy stuff. And our lives just operate and run without us even having to do anything. We don't have to mess with the moon. We don't. He made it already. He's like, I got y'all. And all he asks is a, is a relationship. And he gave us free will. That's how dope God is. God is so, he is so powerful and so all-knowing and so detail-oriented that he still, even with all his power, didn't be like, Y'all got to worship me. I did all it is for y'all. Y'all automatically. He could have, but he didn't. He gave us all free will. So in that free will, could you imagine how disappointed you would be as a person? Say if I think that we kind of take God in, 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 like I said, fairy tell him too much. Think about this, right? Imagine when we were kids, when we were playing Barbies and we were playing, um, Hello. Hello. Period. Cookie Monster. Period. He doesn't give us what we want. He gives us what we need. But check this out, right? Imagine if we were playing a game, if we were kids or we are adults, right? And we have this little board set up that looked like the world. And we had all these people. We could make the people do whatever we wanted, right? So and so's going out with Johnny now, and Stacy done had a baby. And we, you know, as Barbies, we could manipulate the entire process, right? God does the same thing. We're like on this board in my mind, and he's just like, all right, this person needs to do this because this is going to make this happen. And he's just all no, he's just working his magic, right? But yet and still, with all the power that he has, he does not make us worship him. He does not make us love him. He does not make us even desire him if we don't want to. I feel like our lives are extremely off balance and off center if we don't, but he doesn't make us. So when we are out there and we were, are like, God is distant, why? Why? Why would God be distant from us? In my personal opinion, and we're going to read the book a little bit. Here we go. Is because we don't spend enough time with him. We're so worried about our jobs and 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 James not calling us back and this person not doing this and this bill and this and the, and the lives that we've created for ourselves. Let's keep it real. All the drama, unless even actually even if it's a health issue, depending on what it is, 
because health is health health issues when we're adults normally stem from eating habits, not exercising properly, not doing what we're supposed to do with our bodies, right? Stress, allowing too much stress on us. So everything that's going on for the most part, unless you were forced, you know, with the R word or it was some sort of abuse or trauma, unless it's that, I'm not talking about that. Outside of those extreme things that are cost on us because we did not ask for that, right? Everything else in our lives we've created, whether we've created a breakup, good morning, Percy, whether we've cre- we've created a breakup, whether we've entered a relationship and it's stressing us out, whether we're at the job and it's stressing us out, whether we have too many bills that we can't account for that's stressing us out, whether we have children that are getting on our nerves that are stressing, all of these things we've created for ourselves whether we like the outcome or not. We get so wrapped up in our own worlds that we don't make time for God. We'd be like, all right, God, we, I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to you. I got I got to focus on this right now. I'm Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to come to you when I'm ready, but you know, I got stuff. James ain't call me back. So I'm praying for a good man. You know, I've been praying and you sent me James and James ain't it. <laughs> and he's like, Okay, I'll, I'll be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang out with my children who actually spend time with me. I'm gonna go hang out with with my with my kids who come and they pray and and you know because when y'all get older, right? Some of y'all are young parents. I be, I personally believe. I I'm, I don't think that parents love their children differently. I do believe parents like their children differently for different reasons. Because we're human beings. I have certain siblings. I love all my siblings. Certain siblings I like more than others because of the time that we spend together. Not because I prefer one over the other. We just have a better bond or a stronger bond. Right? Why don't we think God is the same? I do believe he has his favorites. I do believe that there are people that he looks out for. Could you establish that relationship with him? Absolutely. It's never too late. As long as you're living, you can always come back. You can always be like, you know what? I know our relationship wasn't as great in the past as I wanted to, but let's work this. Let's let's get better. And he's open to it. Just like some of us need to forgive our parents, just like some of us need to heal those relationships that we've sworn off, that we've said, no, 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 because if God treated us like we treat people, because we're so easy to cut people off, y'all. We're so easy to dismiss people. F you. They didn't do what they were supposed to do for me. Blah, bye. That's why we're supposed to forgive. Because if God gave us that energy, we would be S-O-L, y'all. He doesn't do that to us. He's like, I'm just here waiting. Whenever you're ready, I'm here. But he can't, he won't interrupt. He will not interrupt. He won't be like, hey, unless, unless you are already his child. I will say that unless you already have a bond with God, unless you are already connected, he might hit you upside your head a little bit. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hey, 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 Brittany, get come up. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. That's where that intuition comes in. That's when women are like, wait a minute. Some ain't right. Even men have intuition. They just, I feel like some of them choose to ignore it. <laughs> That's where that in- intuition comes from. God be like, uh-uh. Don't no 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 because he can't make us he can't he can't be like he'll be on the side like wait a minute but he can't intervene 
Does that make sense? And once we make a decision, especially when you're grown, ooh, especially when you're grown, y'all, we are at a grown age. I don't have too many people under the 18 watching me. Most of y'all are like youngest mid-20s, right? God does not operate with interference or intervention. He'll tap. He'll be like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Dang it. Oh, she called him again. Mm, I told her not to do that. I gave her all the, the can't, can't do too much. <laughs> so how can you be upset when you don't hear from him? I've went through, I've went through seasons like that. I'm like, dang, I don't hear God no more. What's going on? Got to spend time with him. You got to show up. You got to, you got to do your part. And when you are called in certain seasons, you got to make sacrifice. You got to tithe. You know, we will spend, and I'm guilty of this. I am not holier than thou, y'all. I go through my seasons where I be like, okay, I ain't gonna tie. You know, I, I need that money. And that's not right. You know what I mean? When you are called, and that's why everybody has to know their own path. I can't tell you what path and journey and time frame you're on with your with your with your God, like your your relationship with God. I don't know. I know where I'm at with me. I, I don't know where you are. That is your job to figure that out. Nobody can do that for you. No preacher can come to you and say, hey, you know, and you might get a person that speaks into your life that tells you something. And depending on who it is, I don't know. Be very cautious when people speak into your life because you never know where it's coming from, who it's coming from. You just don't know. So eh, you pray on that too. But unless God himself has told you to do X, Y, and Z, which happens when you have a relationship. Y'all better start getting a relationship because how it's looking, the world, we don't know when this world is going to end. And I'm not saying Jesus coming back. I, I'm not a predictor. I don't know. But the way the world is going, and I mean scientifically, the water is drying up. I was watching this documentary on YouTube. I just stumbled across it. So I felt like I feel inclined to tell y'all there are parts of California, um, parts of America, parts of the world. That are destitute with water, like water does not exist in those cities and towns anymore. And it's not a Flint thing where they could have help and the water can get clean. No, when I say there's no water, there's no water. There's no rain. It's happening. The world is dying. We've killed the world. It's dying. Mother Nature is like, you know what? I got too much time for y'all. We don't know what the planet is going to look like in 50 years. We have no clue. We have no clue what the planet is going to look like in 50 years because we're not doing nothing about it. We're not. But there are places where there is absolutely Yemen. There's absolutely no water where people are like there's water trucks having to be brought in cities and then they can't flush toilets and they like it's it's a thing just because it's not happening to us right now. And we can get water out the spigot anytime we want to and take 30 minute showers and do all these hair care and skincare routines in the shower and just let the water run like it's infinite, like we weren't taught better. Hello, somebody. You know, we just leaving the water on while we brushing our teeth. We know we ain't supposed to be doing that. We know we was taught as a kid to turn that water off, but we do it anyway. But there are places around the, the world, the water is starting to, and there's no rain. Um, so we just have to just be mindful that the world as we know it is not going to be the same world in a few years. 
unfortunately. And I know people don't want to hear that. Everybody want to live in their best life. And we want to live in this bubble and la la land of getting our to our dreams and our goals and things like that. But you guys, we got to pay attention because there's real stuff going on outside of ourselves. Okay. So we got to pay attention to stuff like that. But let's just jump into the book. When God seems distant, the Lord has hidden himself from his people, but I trust and place hope in him. That's Elijah 8 and 17. So it says God is real. No matter how we feel, it is easy to worship God when things are going great in our lives. Remember, thank you, God. You know, you sent me my man. Thank you, God. I got my new bag. Thank you, God. I got this job. Hallelujah. We get real ghetto with God sometimes, y'all. It is easy to worship God when things are going great for our lives, when we he has provided food, family, friends, health, happiness, situations, situations like that. Okay. But circumstances are not always pleasant. How do you worship God then? What do you do when God seems a million miles away? Y'all, when y'all are going through the storm, thank him anyway. I can be crying and miserable or pissed or whatever. And I always stop myself in the midst, even in the tears and say, thank God, because there's a reason why I'm going through this. Or I needed to learn something. Or I just try to I just try to thank him no matter what. You know, I really do. Not all the time, but I really try. It says the deepest level of worship is to praise God in spite of pain, surrendering while suffering and loving him when he seems distant. Friendships are often tested by separation and silence. You are divided by physical distance when you are unable to talk. Okay. In your friendship with God, you won't always feel close to him. Philip Yancey has wisely noted, any relationship involves time of closeness and time of distance. Oh, I like that because me and my friends don't always talk every day. So any relationship involves times of closeness and times of distance and relationship with God. No matter how intimate the pendulums will swing from one side or the other. So no matter how far or close, then when we worship, when worship gets difficult. Mm. To a mature friendship, God will test, will, will test it with periods of seeming separation. Okay, okay, okay. God feels a million miles away. St. John of the Cross referred to these days of spiritual dryness, drought, and estrangement, there we go, <laughs> from God as the dark night of the soul. Henry Nugent called ministry of the absence. A.W. Townser calls the ministry of the night. Where are they going with this? Others refer to the winner of the heart. Besides Jesus, David probably had the closest friendship with God of anyone. God took pleasure in calling him a man after his own heart. Yet David frequently complained of God's apparent absence. Lord, why are you standing aloof and afar and far from me, far away? Why do you hide when I need you the most? Why have you forsaken me? Why have why do you remain so distant? Why do you ignore ignore my cries for help? Why have you abandoned me? Of course, of course, God hasn't left David and he doesn't leave you. He has promised repeatedly, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Love that. 
always, you can always call him, always pick up the phone. Hey, Lord, I need you. I miss you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. But God has not promised you. He was not promised you. He will always feel, you will always feel my presence. Mm. In fact, God admits that sometimes he hides his face from us. There are times when he appears to be, <laughs> come on, slang, MIA, or missing in action of your life. It says Floyd McChung, McCh something describes you wake up on one you wake up one morning and all your spiritual feelings are gone you pray but nothing happens you rebuke the devil but it doesn't it doesn't change anything you go through spiritual exercises and and you have your friends pray for you you confess every sin you can imagine then go go around asking forgiveness for everyone you know you fast still nothing you begin to wonder how long your spiritual gloom might last days, weeks, months. Will it ever end? It feels as if you, if your prayers simply bounce off of the ceiling in utter depression and you cry out, what is the matter with me? Mm. The truth is nothing is wrong with you. Okay. Okay. I like that. Good morning. Thank you, Kiki. <laughs> Hello. She said it definitely. Kiki says a child. It definitely hits different when you thank God while you are in the with the ugly cry. Absolutely. Absolutely. It says the truth is there is nothing wrong with you. This is normal part of testing and mature maturing of your friendship with God. Every Christian goes through at least th this at least once, usually several times. It is painful and discouraging. That's very true. Um. It says disconcerting. Never heard of that word before. Disconcerting. But it is absolutely vital for the development of your faith. Ooh, I never thought about that. Knowing this gave Je Job hope when he could not, when he could not feel God's presence in his life. He said, I go eat, I go east, but he is, but he is not there. Wait. I go east, but he is not there. I go west, but cannot find him. I do not see him, him the north, for he is hidden. I turn to the south, but I cannot find him. But he knows where I'm going. And when he tests me like gold in a fire, he will produce me innocent. Sorry, I saw in italics and stuff. Can't read that. I need some glasses. When God seems distant, when God seems distant, you feel, you may feel that he is angry with you. Or, or is disciplining you for some sin. In fact, sin does disconnect us from the intimate fellowship of God. All right, y'all. So here we, here's holding us accountable, okay? When we know, when we know better and we do not do better, it brings us distant to God. That's why anytime you enter a relationship, always watch if you're getting closer to God or you're being driven apart from God. Because sometimes we can be all up in, in the Lord's face when we're single. And we get in a relationship and we we forget all about it. we don't pray. We don't we don't expect our person to pray. We don't even make sure they pray or that they're a, that they're a um, a believer. You know, we just you know, I like him. I like her. Her booty's big. 
Child don't even pray on them, them 10 flats in that peach drink. <laughs> uh, when God seems distant, you may feel that he is angry with you or dis or dis uh, disciplining you for some sin. In fact, sin does disconnect us, disconnect us from intimate fellowships with God. We grieve God's spirit and quench our fellowship for him by disobedience, conflict with others, busyness, friendships with the world and other sins. But often this feeling of abandonment and estrangement ext uh, from God has nothing to do with sin. It is a test of faith, one we, will all, one we all must face. Will you continue to love, trust, obey, and worship God even when you have no sense of his, of his presence or visible evidence of his work in your life? Oof. The most common mistakes Christians make is to worship today is seek and worship today is seeking an experience rather than seeking God. They look for a feeling. And if it happens, they they conclude that they have worshipped. He says wrong. <laughs> I love this. Are these so petty? Sometimes he says wrong. In fact, God, God for. <laughs> God often removes our feelings so that we won't depend on them. I definitely believe that's why God re removes the more masculine, like the man's feelings a lot of the times. is so that they don't depend on them. Child, if every man operated as women, like if everybody operated the same way as women, this world would be upside down. We need that balance of, you know, emotion, non-emotion. So it says God often removes our feelings so that we don't depend on them. Seeking a feeling, even even the feeling of closeness to Christ is not worship. When you're when you are a baby, when you are a baby Christian. God gives you a lot of confirming emotions and often answers most immature, self-centered prayers so that you'll know he exists. Y'all hear that? And we are reading A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. We are in chapter 14, When God Seems Distant. It says, when you are a baby Christian, God gives you a lot of confirming emotions and often answers the most immature, self-centered prayers so that you'll know he exists. But as you grow in your faith, he will wean you from these uh, dependencies. If you want your own copy, this book is down in the description. We are doing a book giveaway on Friday. So go to BrittanyTheHost.com. Let me see if my banner is up. Uh, do I have it for? No, I don't. But don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget to share. Don't, don't, be, uh, don't be selfish. Share, give, cash apps, and uh, what's called sir, appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, the most common mistake Christian make in the worship today is seeking an experience rather than seeking God. We talked about that, right? It says God, God's omnipresence and the manifestation of his presence are two different things. One, in fact, on the, uh, the other is often a feeling. God is always present even when we are unaware of him and his presence is too profound to be measured by mere emotions. Yes, we want him, we want to sense his presence, but he's more concerned with 
he's more concerned that you trust him, that you feel him. Faith not feeling pleases God. Mm. Okay, so I'm not going to read all of it because I do want to I do want to get to like the the thing of the day. Y'all, this book is deep. If you want your own copy, go ahead and hit the link down below. If you do not want to wait the giveaway, go to BrittanyTheHost.com, enter the book giveaway there. And it says, tell God exactly how you feel. Pour out your heart to God. Unload every emotion and that you're feeling. Job did that when he said, I cannot be quiet. I'm angry and bitter. I have to speak. He cried out when God seemed distant. Tell him like, hey, where you at? I ain't, I ain't heard from you in a long time. Remember we talked about that, having a real relationship with God. It is not being fake. It is not being overly emotional. It is not doing anything but having a relationship. You guys, one thing about us, why we, our relationships don't flourish in the human form is no, none of, nobody wants to be vulnerable. Nobody wants to put their pride aside and say, you know what? I need you. I miss you. I'm, I, I, nobody wants to do that. Everyone wants to cut people off. Everybody wants to ghost. Nobody's mature enough to say, you know, when you did this, this bothered me. Everybody just wants to shut their feelings and emotions down so nobody gets hurt. It's like a lot of hurt people trying not to be hurt. And when we do this and we cut off from source, when we're like, you know what? God didn't show up for me. I'm ghosting him. Are y'all crazy? You cannot do that. You cannot do that to your father. You cannot do that to your real parents. Unless there was some real abuse there. And it says, focus on what who God is and his unchanged nature, regardless of circumstances and how you feel, hang on to God's unchanging heart. Remind yourself, remind yourself that you know to be certain, uh, you know, to be certainly true, eternally true, excuse me, about God. He is God. He loves me. He's with me and he knows what I'm going through. He cares and he has a good plan for my life. Uh, v. Raymond Edmond said, never doubt in the darkness what God told you in the light. That is a bar. That is a bar. Listen, y'all. Never doubt in the dark what God told you in the light. Love that. When, Job, when Job's life fell apart, and God was silent, Job still found things he could uh, praise God for. And that he is good, he is good and loving. He's good and loving. He is all powerful, that he notices every detail of my life, that he is in control, that he has a plan for my life, and he will save me. It says, trust God to keep his promise. During times of spiritual dryness, I've never heard of that before. This is key. This is funny. It says, during the times of spiritual dryness, <laughs> you must patiently rely on the promises of God, not your emotions. Hello, some of us emotional creatures, me, not your emotions and realize that he is talking or taking you to the deeper level of maturity. A friendship based on emotion is shallow indeed. Mm. Mm. Emotion built, I mean, a relationship built on emotion. What did this say? 
I needed to hear that because some of us, a friendship based on emotion is a sh- is shallow indeed. Child, how many of us got relationships based on emotion? I love him. That ain't enough. It's shallow, according to this book. Remember what God has already done for you. We be forgetting about that. We forget about all the prayers. We forget about all the prayers that he did for us, right? It says, remember what God has already done for you. If God never did anything else for you, he would still deserve your continual praise for the rest of your life because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. God's son died for you. And this is the greatest reason for worship. Unfortunately, we forget we forget the cruel details of the agonizing sacrifice God made for on our behalf. Families, familiarity breeds complacency. Famili- fam- familiarity breeds complacency. And that's with anything in our lives, y'all. Okay. Even before his crucifixion, the son of God was stripped naked, beaten until almost unrecognizable, whipped, scorned, mocked, uh, crowded, crowned with thorns, and spit on. Con- I'll just say continuously. That's not what that said. Abused and ridiculed by the heartless men, he treated worse than he was treated worse than an animal. Then nearly unconscious from blood loss, he was forced to drag a cumbersome cross up a hill and was nailed to it and left to die. Mm, That's crazy. If we just really like what that just said was for real. And we've seen it. We've heard it. But if you just really think about it, it's crazy. Um, Excruciating torture of death by crucifixion. While his lifeblood drained out of him, Heckler stood by and shouted insults, making fun of his pain and challenging him to claim to be God. Yet Jesus took all of his man, man took all of mankind's sins and guilt on himself. Mm. God looked away from the ugly sight and Jesus cried out. In total desperation, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus could have saved himself, but when he could not have saved, but then he could not have saved you. If Jesus would have been selfish like us, y'all, we'd be up shit's creek. (laughs) Words cannot describe the darkness of that moment. Why did God allow and endure such uh, ghost ghastly? Evil mistreatment. Why? So you could be separated from eternal eternity in hell. Oh, spared from eternity in hell. And so you could share his glory forever. The Bible says Christ was without sin, but for our sake, God made him share our sin in order that the union with him, we, we might share in the right righteousness of God. Jesus gave up everything so that that you could have everything. He died so that you could live forever. That alone is worthy of continual thanks and praise. Never again should you wonder what you have to be thankful for. Mic drop. That's the end of that chapter. 
I did skip around a little bit. Make sure you guys get a copy. It is down below of a purpose driven life. So here's your here's your homework. If you're if you are a coaching client of mine, you know I love to give homework assignments. So here's your homework for today. It says thinking about my purpose, a point to ponder. God is real no matter how I feel. God is real no matter how I feel. It says verse to remember. Um, for God has said, I will never leave you and I will never abandon you. Hebrews 13 and 5. I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you. So you can always call him, even when you ain't talked to him in a long time. He's not petty like us. You know, Jesus died for our sins, so he's not petty anymore. Because in the Old Testament, God, petty Betty in there, a little petty back in the day. But um, according to the Bible, you know, he's always there for us. All we have to do is call him. All we have to do is show up. All we have to do is spend time with him. All we have to do is ring the bell. You know that song? You can ring my bell. Ring the bell. Call him. Ask him. He's always there for you. He has never left you, even when you feel like he has. Thank you so much for the super chat, Alanda. You super chats are very appreciated. No matter what the amount, I appreciate you very much. Like the little collection play. Pass, pass the plate around. I'm just playing. Joking, 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 joking. No, only if you're called, only if you feel like that's in your heart to do that. I'm joking. Uh, question to consider. How can I stay? How can I stay focused on God's presence, especially when he feels distant? How can I stay focused on God's presence even when he's so and I feel I won't call it, I'll leave you guys with this. No matter what, always thank him. No matter what, always pray. Make sure that we are making time for God. Thank you. Have a good day, Ross. Make sure that we are making time for God, that we are um, just doing our part. You know, he's done. He's done on his part. Clearly, for any of us to come online every day at 8 a.m. in fellowship together, regardless if you're getting ready for work, which I know most of you are, regardless if I'm just a part of your morning routine, the fact that we can do that shows us how blessed we are because there's some people that, no, absolutely not. You know, they don't have the time. They don't have the energy. They don't have the, you know what I mean? So I appreciate you guys so much. I hope that you guys learn something again. Your relationship is sacred. Always remember to to read your word for yourself. Don't go off of what people will tell you. Because like last week, we saw people was trying to throw scriptures in there. And then we went to read it. And I was like, hold on. Always read it for yourself. Always learn your relationship with God for yourself. Because he wants a relationship with you. He can't go through me. You can only go through Jesus according to the Bible. And uh, you got to have that relationship with God. You have, to, you have to know who he is for yourself. And if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Go to God anyway. Talk to him and see where he leads you because that's a personal relationship. Okay. Yes, you guys have a wonderful and beautiful day. Again, thanks, Yolanda, for the super chat. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys are blessed and highly favored. Keep praying. Nobody's perfect, but try your best to just form that relationship with God as best as you can. Okay. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful and blessed day. What am I, what am I doing? What do you mean? Like, what am I doing for the rest of the day? <laughs> Y'all, Brittany got to go to work. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day as well. Anybody wants to know what I do after this, I go to work. And it's not the it's not your typical work, but I still go to work. And I got some contracts that I'm working on. So I actually have to work for other companies as well. So um, thank you so much. I hope you guys appreciate it. 
Uh, well, not that you appreciate it. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. I appreciate you. Bye, you guys. Have a good one. Have a great day at work. You guys be safe while traveling on those roads. People are crazy. Okay. Let me go ahead. Bye, y'all.